welcome back to Lake and Run Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. How are y'all doing? Happy New Year. Um, We are eight, or well, nine. We're nine days into the year, and it's bullshit already popping off craziness, but um, don't let that hold us down. Let's try to keep this positivity going and um, hope for the best in the rest of the new of this new year. Um, So let's get into it, man. The Lakers played. The Bulls got a close win. We are now 7-3. Y'all know, if y'all listen to the podcast, I said the Lakers will be 7-3. I called us winning the um I called us winning this game against the Bulls and losing the game against the Spurs. And that's exactly what we did. So we are right at where I thought we were gonna be. You know, when you know, you know, man. You just you just know. <laughs> so without further ado. If you don't know now, you know Lake Around Podcast is a part of, of Crossover Network. Go ahead and give them a follow at Crossover365. That is on Instagram and also on Twitter. While you had to give me a follow at Laker underscore Around Pod, that is on Instagram at R-A-E-G-3-3. And that is on Twitter. And um, let's rock. Let's rock with you, girl. So let's get right up into this show, into this episode. So last night's game, AD did not play. Uh, KCP did not play. And I knew we would still win, I mean, because we're just more of a, a more talented team. But at the same time, too, the way we've been playing defense, y'all, man, you just never know. Like, you just never know. Just the way he was playing defense against the Spurs. Like, the Spurs was splashing threes. Like, literally splashing threes on us, and we just let them. Like, our defense on the perimeter, shit. It's shit right now. Like, like AD said, defense shit. They didn't play a lick of defense. At all, like not nothing. And I know that it was like the middle of the game and one of the announcers like, well, both teams are 56%. Well, that just tells me that nobody's playing defense from either team. And and really, the Spurs really just outshot us because we actually had a better shooting percentage, but they had a better three-point shooting percentage. So trading threes for twos, yeah, you're going to lose, right? So moving, moving along, from that game with the Spurs, I I was like, damn, if we playing like this, we we not we not gonna win a lot, you know. We are not gonna win. obviously we are not gonna win a lot. But then you always know, you know, every time you got LeBron James on your team, you always have a chance, right? Um, I just hate to see this team like this on defense, and I know it's early, and hopefully they ramp it up and everything like that. So I'm just giving them their chance, you know. We're now we're now through ten games. We're still number one in the West as predicted. Um, as I knew. Everybody's going to be, you know, playing the way that they're playing now. There's a lot of blowouts in the league right now. Um, teams are just not playing up to par. And teams that – you got teams underperforming. You got teams overperforming. You know, teams like Toronto looking bad. And then you got teams, you know, like, I don't know, the Suns that's up there. But, you know, a lot of people say the Suns will be a top three team. I've heard a few analysts say that, top three, top five or something. Like, top five, I believe they said. Um, I'm not sure if I believe that quite yet. I know they got Chris Paul, but I don't know about that. We'll have to see. Um, But anyways, this ain't about that. <laughs> it's about our Lakers, man. So, um, yeah, this, this game, we didn't have KCP. We didn't have AD. And I... I can't wait for KCP to come back because of his energy. And a lot of times when we're, we're, we're playing so lackadaisical like that, he's one of our players that helps us get, you know, get back into motion. He'll hit a few threes, make a few stops. And that's crazy to say because, well, not crazy, but you remember a few years ago, KCP was not that player. He was making bonehead decisions, but it's good just to see his growth, man. He's still a young player, and I sometimes forget 
how young KCP is. And he's very impactful on our team. And um, we miss him. We miss his defense. We miss his shooting. And hopefully he gets back to us soon. We got Houston coming up next. Um, AD, as for AD, man, that last game, I'm like, what is wrong with this dude? What's wrong with you, bro? Like, you're he did not want to guard LaMarcus Aldridge for shit. And I'm like, what? This is a game for you. This I tweeted this out, y'all. Make sure y'all follow me on Twitter because I give y'all a live tweet. Um, and it be the real. But um, I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Why are you not guarding LaMarcus Aldridge? Why are you giving this man a field day? Like, he was hitting threes. You know, mid-range, he's always good at the mid-range. He was really doing what he wanted to, and AD just watched him. You know, and I'm, I'm talking to my fellow Laker fans, and we like, yo, bro, you rather, you know, guard um, – um, What's dude named Patty Mills or something? You you just really don't want to guard LaMarcus Aldridge, and he's really killing our team right now. Dude was lighting us up. And I'm waiting for AD to take that shit personal. Like, oh, hell no, nah, hold on, bro. And, you know, turns out, I guess he was hurt. He was laboring and stuff like that um, at some points in the game. And I'm just like, bro, at least play a little defense, dog. Like, put your hand up. They wasn't boxing out. You know, they just wasn't doing nothing. It just wasn't a good game for AD at all you know by any means it's just his effort his body language to me and everything was off in the whole team in general but um he, he stood out a lot because the fact that I feel like this could have been a LaMarcus AD matchup and I just really feel like this was a game for him like this is your game for you to stop LaMarcus Lamar, LaMarcus <laughs> I, I freaking combine his name and shit um but this is your game for you to stop him and ball out like ain't nobody on the Spurs can stop you like, there's nobody that could really stop LeBron, like, for real. These two players are top five, two players in the NBA. So it's hard to stop them, as we see in the playoffs. I don't want them to go into playoff mode. Like, that's stupid to go into playoff mode now. But, you know, the effort, I don't I don't like to see the lack thereof. And that's from the whole team. That's from the whole team. You know, every night is not going to be your night, right? You're going to have some of those games where it's like, yo, yeah, they just didn't have it. This just wasn't their game. But as I continue to say, as we all continue to say, you know, the Lakers have this this double target on their back. Um, I don't know if you guys have been reading. I know that Christian Woods of the Houston Rockets made a statement saying that he has the Lakers circle. Everybody probably has the Lakers circle. Everybody. But it's, it's also to, you know, kind of be careful what you wish for because, you don't know. AD might come out like irritated that he lost the game against the Spurs and then couldn't play against the Chicago Bulls. And we know this for a fact that everybody has this game circle. Zach Levine came into this game tonight or last night, and he wasn't shooting well from three at all. Just wasn't having a real, you know, his numbers are down or whatever. And went eight for eight. Are you serious? You really went eight for eight in the first quarter with 19 points? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? And it's like with, when it, when the Lakers come into the town, when when players play the Lakers, it's lights out. Man, it's on sight for us, and we just got to be ready to put up that fight. This dude literally went eight for eight, and I'm like, no defense. Nobody took pride and said, oh, I'm about to stop this fool. He not about to just knock out everything. Dude really went eight for eight, 21 points in the first quarter. The first damn quarter, man. And I'm just like, yo, no pride. Like, everybody just like, wow, look at him go. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I need y'all to stop playing and, and lock that man up. They did better in the second half. Um, but it's like if if they coach, if the Bulls coach, I forgot his name, Billy Donovan didn't pull him out, 
who knows what he would have scored on us, man? Who knows what what that would have did for their momentum, you know, going for the rest of the game? Because after he got cooking, Kobe White started cooking, shooting back-to-back threes, and we sagging off of him. You know, he hit a few threes, and we still sagging off of him. Like, dude hit a few threes. He He's telling you he can – he's showing you he can hit threes, and we're sagging off of him? Like, no, no. Lock his ass up. The, run him off the three-point line. Let's not do this. Let's not do this This open shooting, open gym type of shit right now. You know, let's start getting into our, our groove and, and you know, like I said, not playoff mode, but just the effort, man. Just letting people come in our house and light us up. That ain't it, man. That is not it. So, throughout the game, you know, we, we were up and down, right? We're up and down. We'll make a few plays and we'll drop a few plays. And that was the same thing with the Spurs, man. With the Spurs game. We're, like, trading buckets. Like, you're not going to win trading buckets at all. And that's what what's going to kill us if we continue to do that. We have that that switch that we have is good and bad because, you know, if you coast too long with the wrong team, then you're bound to lose that shit. And that's what we did with, uh, with San Antonio. We coasted too long. Um, but with the Bulls, I think that we kind of understood that and, and locked in a little bit more. Bron had a solid night. Dude made the game look so easy, man. He just made it look so easy. Got in the post, backed his man down, made plays out the post. Wesley Matthews went like four for four from three. And it was, the offense was just easy. It was smooth. And then Brown went out, and then we lost the lead at that point again. Or maybe got it. Like, I think we lost it by – maybe it went down by like two. We was only up by two. It wasn't as smooth, you know, going forward. And it's just like Brown, Brown he – this is a better team, right? This is a better team. It's probably one of the best teams he's had outside of Miami and shit like that. Um, I'm talking depth-wise. It's probably the best team depth-wise. Um, but the thing is, he was able to sit and, you know, we didn't get blown out, right? I think – I don't remember what time he came back in. But um, it, it was just so smooth, man. Dude, he was – what did he have? I think Bron had like 27 points or so, or something like that. But let's talk about that three. That three at the end almost cost us the game. What were we up by? I believe we were up by uh, we were up by four or three or something like that. I don't remember what we were up by, but we're up and Brian just took this bullshit half court three. For what? For what? Like nation, what was the point in that? Like what was the point in that? Did you want to lose, G? So going back real quick, Brian had twenty eight seven and seven. That's normal Brian numbers. Um, made it look easy, but. What was the point of you taking that three, my G? Like, why? Why did? And that was my first question. Why, Brian? Why did you take that three? Nobody could stop you in a paint. I know you old and you probably don't want to, you know, bang your body like that, like always running, going to the paint. But you could have got a closer shot, man. You gonna shoot that shit from the half from from the logo for what in the game? And we about to we could lose this shit. It ain't like we was up fifteen twenty. We was only up like two points or some shit like that. We only won the game by one point or two points. We won the game by two points. I think at that point we was only up by a couple of points. And this nigga just gonna sit here and just shoot a three like that. And I'm just like, really, really, bro? Like, what was you trying to do there? You was just, I guess they call it the little fuck you three, right? But we didn't need that. We didn't need that. You could have got a closer shot, mid-range, back somebody down, found somebody else. Man, you all, that game was almost fucked. If he, if, and then Zach Levine come down, and he could have he could have won the game for them because I really think that we're only up by like a point. I think so because uh, 
what's the dude name? Garrett Temple had hit the three and it brought them. We was up by four. Garrett Temple hit the three and brought them um, down by one. And that's when LeBron went back and shot that dumbass three, missed it, and then they called the timeout. And then that's when, you know, the play came back and Zach Levine really got a, a good look at it. Um, Trez was guarding him. He had a good look at it, just missed it. And the Bulls got the offensive board, but it fumbled it out of bounds. And that was the game to me. You know, that was the game. Um, and then that's when we threw the ball inbounds and Schroeder ran to the other side of the court. Too fast for Thaddeus Young. Pretty much ran the clock out. That's murder, murder she wrote. Lakers win. But that ending the sequence, the ending sequence was not necessary for the Lakers on the Lakers part. Like, because, like I said, just shooting a three like that just put the game in jeopardy. And he's had it going all night. You know, he had it going all night. It just wasn't necessary. Um, just wasn't a smart a smart shot by Braun. And, I mean, it's good. We won, whatever. I'm not mad. It just was weird as fuck to me that he even decided to shoot that shot at that time. Like, I was like, why did you? I don't know. I wasn't in his mind. So, <laughs> I don't know what what the hell that was about. Um, So, Braun, you know, Solid game, of course. He did his part. He's been doing his part. He's been, you know, playing with effort and all that stuff. We just need to bring the team along. Um, tonight, Trez had a solid game, 17 points with 14 rebounds. Man, this man is pure effort. That was just so much effort and hustle and grit and grind. No plays made for him. Well, a few plays they threw it down to the post and he did his thing. But just put back dunks, you know, rebounds. And showing us, giving us that grit, you know what I'm saying? And that's what we, we can expect out of Trez. You know, the last few games, he kind of was out of sync a little bit. Really wasn't making a huge impact. I mean, rebounding-wise, of course, but scoring-wise, he didn't. Um, but tonight, he he was in his bag, man. He was in his bag, 17 and 14 rebounds. Hey, I ain't mad at it. Just keep bringing, come, keep bringing your lunch pail to work and keep working, my brother. Um, Moving on, Dennis Schroeder, man. He... He was killing me with his turnovers. He'd be having some lazy-ass turnovers. Like, not turnovers, passes. Like, his passes be so lazy sometimes. Like, when he tried to throw it over the top, yeah, you know, uh, here. Like, that's how it feels. That's how it feels that he's doing when he throw it. Uh, take this shit. Man. Let me reset. Let me run. You know, if he just feeling like that, I'm like, bro, you don't have no effort in throwing this damn pass. It'd be too low. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, okay, Dennis, you tri- you tripping right now. He was... He was looking kind of bad out there um, last night and then against the Spurs also. But I I, I think he'll be fine. He'll bounce back. Um, he made a few shots. His shots have been off. But, I mean, sometimes you won't, sometimes you're off. He, he's he's a pro. Uh, I believe in, in Dennis. I think he'll be fine next few games. Maybe, maybe in Houston he might break out his little – Lazy slump or whatever the hell he got going on right now. Um, but Kuz, man, Kuz, we need more out of you, my brother. We out here, we out here supporting you. We out here supporting you, and it's like, I'm like, bro, Kuz, I'm telling people that you're gonna be this, and you're not backing me. You're not, you're making me look stupid right now, Kuz. I'm looking dumb. I'm looking real dumb right now, <laughs> cause it's like he doesn't. This is a game that was. This was a game for Kuz. No AD. No AD and you really do nothing? Like, no, he couldn't shoot shit. He couldn't make shit. No, And I'm just like, Kuz, these are games for you, right, to show that you deserve this contract, right? Um, What did he – let me see what he had. Six fucking points. Kuz has six points, two for five, 40% shooting. 
that's not going to cut it, my G, like at all. Man, and then it's like this. He had one rebound, one assist. This is in 16 minutes, bro. Trez, okay, Trez had a better game. He had 17 and 14, which he played more minutes than Kuz. But go get that shit off the glass. One rebound? Don't know, bro. Go get that shit off the ground, off the glass. And I know he came off the bench, but I just, I just need more out of Kuz. Like he's so. I know what y'all saying. I know y'all saying that he's inconsistent. And I keep saying he's a young player. He's gonna get better. And I truly, truly, truly believe that. Like I really, really, really do. Um, but it's hard to keep backing that shit when he's not performing game in and game out. I mean, we're ten games in. It's annoying me. I'm not going to give up faith on Kuz, but I'm very annoyed by him right now. Right now, he's averaging 10 points and 4 rebounds. I'm very annoyed by him. Just just very annoyed. We're going to go on. We're going to go on. Mark Gasol. There's a lot of talk about Mark Gasol. Um, I was talking to a few you know, fellow Laker fans last night, and they were asking me you know, about my thoughts on Mark Gasol. And I think that with Mark, he – okay, yeah, he is slower, right? Um, but I think the value that a lot of people continue to overlook is just his knowledge of the game and his passing. And then he could, he's not a great three-point shooter, but the fact that he can stretch the floor, um, you always that's that's always an asset to have, right? Most bigs don't have that IQ or that passing, you know, skill. We know that when we had JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard, no shade to them, they couldn't make a pass like that or, you know um, – the basketball IQ definitely wasn't as high as uh, Mark's. But what I think about Mark is that we most likely going to need an athletic, you know, big to play along with him, right? Um, he come, maybe switch it, maybe give that athletic big the start and let Mark come off the bench. Um, and I think that'll work. We can go ahead and get Hassan Whiteside and let Hassan start and let, you know, Mark come off the bench. Because the the shot blocking more you know he a little faster on his feet, and um I think that we could do that or not even Hassan Whiteside whoever you know the the buyout market or or wave whoever however you know it comes about um but I think that if we get a big that's just a little more athletic um and more of a defensive because Mark is defensive minded but he gets in too much foul trouble and that's the thing once he gets into foul trouble then that drops us off. And then we have Trez, and Trez is just too short, right? He's just too short. If he was taller, then it would work, but he's just too short, and the big off the bench is killing him. And um, AD don't want to play. He don't He don't want to guard the center, right? So it just, leaves, it just leaves us this gaping hole in the middle so far through 10. It's like, okay, we definitely going to need a third big, and that stands out a lot to us. And I don't want to get rid of Mark. Like, nah, I just think we need to add another big to play alongside with him, especially considering the fact that AD doesn't want to slide to the center spot a lot. If if Mark goes out, we we really be having, like, Trez there and shit and, and Markeith. And that shit just don't work. We just get out-rebounded. You know, the, the, the opposing team's big. Just throw the ball in. It's just a field day, right? And we didn't have that issue before because of our big man rotation. Last year was so solid. Like, you you had JaVale and you had Dwight. So, all night it was shot blocking, athleticism. It was hard to score in the paint. But we don't have that now. And we're going to have to obviously address that. And I think that's one of our main things that we're going to need to address. 
And it's like I don't hate Mark at all, you know. I just think we need to add another big and use him in another facet, right? That's just my opinion. Let me know what y'all think on Mark. And don't bash the man. He's a good saw, damn it. We got AC back, y'all. We got AC back, and AC came back with his shot. If y'all listened to last season of Lake and Run Pod, I kept telling y'all, yo, listen, if AC, this is this is me uh, imitating myself. Yo, if AC was to get a shot, oh, he, he going to be nice. <laughs> and that's what I kept saying. And, man, it looked like he got his shot now, y'all. He got his shot. He been hitting that corner three just real consistently. I hope that continues because we going to need that. We going to need that in the playoffs. We definitely going to need that in the playoffs and throughout the season because when Brian is dishing and, and willing to deal it, man, we need, we need him to drop them shots. We need it. So I'm so happy to have AC and his defense and his shots back. Um, that's dope. And then you got Wes Matthews that's been shooting. He's been getting his shot down pack. And like I said, Brian going to find you. All these players need to do is make sure that they shot is locked and loaded. And that's what Wes was doing last night too. Just, you know, left corner, right corner, you know, top of the key. And I'm like, yep, this is what we brought you here for, my brother. Keep it up. Keep it up. He's streaky, though. You know, he going to have them games where we like, fuck. But hopefully, more so than not, he's knocking him down. Um, THT is still, you know, I can see with him, he's still improving. That's good with the minutes. He's still improving. I love the how he attacks the rim still. This wasn't a preseason fluke. He's still doing his thing. He may not be scoring like 20 points a game. He really don't need to. We just need him to continue to develop, and he is developing nicely, shooting a three, attacking, um, defending, all that good stuff like that. So, um, threes, so far through these 10 games, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, I think, for defensive-wise. Um, the offense is always going to be there. I don't trip on the offense, but – it's just a defense that'll get our offense running. You know, you get easy buckets, and next thing you know, guys are knocking down shots, and everything don't seem so hard. You don't got to work so hard and, and tire yourself out. So I just hope we continue to get better on the defensive end and do our thing for sure. Um, We got the Houston Rockets coming up next, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I got a giveaway coming real, 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 real soon. I'll announce on my Twitter, my Instagram, um, on how you can enter to win. I'll be giving away, you know, something to five of the supporters of this show. So I could give you a hint. Make sure y'all following me on all of my social media platforms. And make sure y'all sharing with a friend. That's a hint on how to enter. So, <laughs> so far, let's see what happens. I hope to get this this done and started within the next few weeks. Um, I just, man, I just been trying to figure it all out and, um, I definitely got to give back to my people and do my part in the world. So that's, that's it for this episode of Lake and Roll podcast. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure y'all sharing this with a friend. Have a great weekend.